0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the
1: simpsons from the beginning matt how are you i am fantastic and incredibly confused B- by what the bible uh well just uh the interesting interpretations of the bible that the simpsons writers have banged out here
0: we'll talk about it uh we are brought to you by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two a month gain access to all of our bonus content uh, lots and lots of stuff in our back catalog on there. I encourage you to check it out. We have a person to thank, Matt. We do. We do. It. He has a pretty cool name, if I do say so myself. Griffin Armor. Wow. Thank Thanks, you, Gri- Griffin. Thank you, Griffin. You have a pretty cool name. Uh, this week's episode it is Simpsons Bible Stories, episode AABF fourteen. Originally aired April fourth, nineteen ninety nine. Written by Tim Long, Larry Doyle, and Matt Selman. Each segment uh and uh directed by nancy cruz this is her first direct uh directorial uh this is her, her i would say her directorial debut on the simpsons uh, and she would go on to direct uh a lot of simpsons episodes um she'd she'd ride out the early teens and make it into the relative doldrum calm of the fifteen post fifteen season the Jean years uh Let's see he received a 7.4 Nielsen rating, approximately 7.4 million viewers. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Estimated, Nielsen estimated that 12.2 million viewers watched the episode, a considerable drop from the previous episode, which was seen by 15.5, which uh, they attribute to the fact that it was on Easter. This aired on Easter Sunday, hence the Bible stories. It was the second most watched program on the network. Uh, this episode received an Annie Award, which is the second year in a row that Simpsons won it. Interesting. Also, people were complaining on the news group that ABC did not air the Ten Commandments, I think. That's an Easter thing, right? Maybe. (laughs) I I have no idea when they would have aired the Ten Commandments. Full of confidence. You don't remember watching the Ten Commandments when you were a kid? Uh, No, I have never seen the Ten Commandments. It's very long. The chalkboard gag, I cannot absolve sins. Which, (laughs) how apropos. That's... Tr- yes that we i th- agree bart the couch gag the family run in and slip on uh banana banana peels uh but end up on the couch regardless i it's cute i like it it's fun it is it's it's you know it's wacky but not too terribly wacky <laughs> yeah and i'm fine without a couch gag plus banana peels always funny matt disagrees he thinks they're bad i do especially in mario kart are you okay there well, yeah you okay there matt? You hurt yourself
1: yeah i broke a pen
0: oh you're just falling apart over there uh the, the episode I really am. the episode begins with the family at church it's Sunday it's Easter Sunday at least when the episodes airing so um, it and it's it is literally Easter Sunday at at that on at church I don't know what we don't really know exactly what kind of Christianity the Simpsons subscribe to Presby uh, I really do it is uh,
1: something reform Presbylutheranism. how does that How does that sect uh, celebrate Easter? I assume in the most mainstream, generic way possible.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, they they are enduring the sermon. It's a very hot Easter, the hottest ever, uh, they say. And there are fans going in the auditorium. Uh, Do they say the air conditioning is broken or is that just assumed?
1: Yes, they do. I, I, that's rough.
0: That's pretty rough.
1: Yeah, especially when you're in church clothes because that that's one of the hottest clothes I own
0: yeah, as a kid. Pretty bad. Uh, uh love is shaming everyone to uh, uh to uh tithe. I like how you donations. Matt, yes, that's what they call that at church, donations. Uh-huh. Tithing. That's what you when you
1: give money a church it's tithing. No, oh, no. In our church it was called offerings. That's uh, offering offerings. plate. That's you weren't, you weren't that... tithing. You weren't you weren't obligated. You you were giving it of your own free
0: will. I mean, I don't think a tithe is I mean. You have to tithing is means if you can you should. Well, not anymore. I mean, it did a long time ago. I don't live a long time ago, Matt. I live now. Well, fair. <laughs> so Homer has donated a bunny, a chocolate Easter bunny. Uh, to the church, tithe a bunny, offered a bunny, and for that you must be punished. You must be punished by listening to Lovejoy read the Bible from the very beginning.
2: And thank you all for your kind contribution. A chocolate bunny. Who put this wicked idol in the collection plate? (gasps) Relax. I found it in the dumpster. Perhaps we need a hefty dose of the good book in the beginning. Excuse me, Reverend. It's uh, hard to hear you with those fans going. Well, let's get those off then. Oh, in the beginning.
0: I'm out of church at that point. I leave. Yeah, at
1: that point, you're just like, ah, uh, nope, nope, we don't need any more. I'm of gone, this. sorry.
0: And I, Marge, why is Marge complaining about this? Marge is the most Christian. She is the most churchy of
1: the Simpsons. She is, her murmur well, is she audible. Tried... <laughs> She tries to keep their spirits up uh, throughout most of this episode. Eventually, she just, you know, fails because it's hot and they're tired. And apparently, this is the end of the sermon. So instead of letting people go after the hour, hour and a half, or however long their church lasts, he's going to hold them there for an extra hour or so. I mean, hmm, again, I'm leaving.
0: I'm sorry, Reverend. If you're, I, this is not jail. You don't, I don't, if your sermon's over, bye bye.
1: Unless you're a kid, and then church yeah, feels you, a lot like jail.
0: You don't have much of a choice anyway. So then, this is the very loose. This is just kind of a uh, frame narrative, basically, for this episode, which is three distinct Simpsons' s takes on Bible stories. And the first one is Adam and Eve, with Homer as Adam and Marge as Eve, and Flanders
3: as God. Well, hello.
4: Aren't you hurt?
3: Of course not. There's no pain in the Garden of Eden. Hey, you must be
4: Eve. Mm,
3: I guess. Looks like God made you out of my sexiest rib.
4: Speaking of ribs, is there any grub around here?
3: Is there? Good morning, Adam. Any bacon for you, then? Don't mind if I do.
4: I diddly-ho, paradise dweller.
3: Good morning, Lord. I just have to uh, compliment you on this beautifully crafted mate. Oh, Adam, you're too kind. No, you're too kind and wise and righteous. I can't believe you
4: don't have a girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, please, you're gonna give me a swelled head. I just stopped by to see if you needed anything. Well, some general interest magazines would be nice. You got it,
2: Eve. There you go. Oh, thanks. Well, I better skedaddle. Oh, there's one more weensy little thing. See that tree over there? I hate to be a bossy Betty, but
3: I have to forbid you to eat its fruit. No problem, Lord. And it would be even easier to avoid that
1: temptation if I had a few extra wives. Mm. Just saying. I think the best joke in this episode is the fact that the magazine he God gives Marge is people, and it's just Marge and Homer.
0: It has some solid like little tiny jokes in here and there. But I think this episode largely whiffs on the bigger picture, and I think that's—you said you were
1: confused earlier, Matt—and I, that, well, not so much as as the what is the point of this? And if the point is just hey, wouldn't it be funny if the Simpsons brought their irreverent brand of humor to the Bible stories? That's a thing, I guess, but it doesn't seem to have much. Well, it hoots by, I guess. It doesn't.
0: That it, it—it's like there isn't much. Like, I think the, th- the third story, Bart's story, does have a little bit more going for it. But this, I know this one does, haven't it, doesn't it's just like, okay, well, Homer is Adam, and Marge is Eve, and Flanders is God, even though he's also been the devil in Trials of War
1: episodes. But anything religious, Flanders can do for you. Yeah, he's
0: just, he's a, a jack of all gods. De- devils. He can be your angle and your d- devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to so we have the forbidden tree introduced, uh then we of course we have we have to have speak of the devil, we have to have the 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 serpent, the evil serpent introduced uh and because these segments are only seven minutes long, uh they have to get to the plot very quickly, so Homer almost immediately eats the fruit, and Marge gets punished for him
4: let's call this little guy a groundhog.
3: Sorry, I already gave my name. Land Monster.
4: Really? What do you call that thing on the branch?
3: Branch Monster. Please, please, call me Snake.
4: Yo, have you dude sampled this fruit? It's like God's private stash. But he said it was forbidden. Quite so, Mum. I recall one of the dinosaurs had a bite, and well, that was the last of egad. <laughs> Oh, please stop eating that. God's going to be furious.
3: You're pretty uptight for a naked chick. You know what would loosen you up? A little fruit.
4: Well, it is a sin to waste food.
3: And you keep saying we need to do things together.
4: Hmm. Mmm. This could really spice up those pies I've been making.
2: What the dickens? <gasps> Eve, did you taste of the forbidden fruit?
4: Yes, God. Oh, no, Eve, I think you'd better hightail it out of this garden. Adam, say something.
3: Uh, 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 I think we should see other people. You
4: heard me.
2: <gasps> Moose.
0: So, much like a lot of season 10 episodes, Homer does something very bad and Marge gets punished for it. Which, uh, you know. That's uh, that's how things go. And that's kind of like this is it this episode, this this segment isn't really diverging from the Bible story very much other than, you know, they show, oh, actually, Adam ate first and then Eve got blamed for it, which is something it is a like a kind of like it is a a glimpse of satire, I guess. But it doesn't really go much past that. There is no depth to any of this. It is very simple. Hey, here's a weird take on a Bible story. And so we quickly see Marge cast out from the Garden of Eden, you know, scratched into two rocks together to try and start a fire. Homer's sad because he misses her, et cetera, et cetera. So Adam, Homer, wants her back in. And God won't notice, right? If he sneaks her back in, right? No, no, God's not everywhere and doesn't know everything. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, he didn't. To be fair, they make that joke. And just like 18 seconds ago, Homer, Adam, ate all that fruit and did not take any blame for it. Where was God then?
1: God wasn't watching then? Apparently not. Was he watching football? I hope God doesn't watch football. See, it hasn't we invented it for a very long time, but you know, maybe that's, he's, he's man, going some other sport that, that he watches.
0: That's the joke, Matt. That's my joke. Is oh, that okay.
1: The, they're, they're, he can't because
0: there's no, it wasn't a very good joke. <sighs> you're supposed to, <laughs> you're supposed, to, you're supposed to humor me once in a while. Okay. I don't ask for a lot. Yeah,
1: but yeah.
0: So, homer tries to sneak eve back in doesn't work out so great
3: oh my dear sweet eve i love you even more than the butterscotch pond or the porno bush
4: so this is how you (gasps) repay me adam
2: and after i created my fingers to the bone for you i oh my unicorn oh what have they done to you gary
3: Oh dear dear. I'm sure he's going to a better place, Lord.
2: Oh shut
3: up. You are so banished. Hey, no, let's not do anything rash. God is love, right?
4: God, you have every right to flick me out too. But before you Oh my back. So this must
3: be that pain thing. Oh, oh yeah, definitely pain. This sucks. Things were so much better back in the garden.
4: I'm sure God will let us return soon. I mean, how long can he hold a grudge?
3: Forever mm-hmm. and
0: ever. And ever and ever. Yeah. yep. I, I, something just came to me, Matt. What's that? I think what's missing here in these, in these references is that it's not nerdy enough.
1: So you're saying the Simpsons have uh, dumbed down their satirical references and gone more mainstream for this particular episode? I mean... I, yeah,
0: I, 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 to put a
1: not too fine point on it, yeah, they have. It's not, not like
0: there are Bible scholars who will give you, inc- like, you can get incredibly minute and weird details about th- Genesis and the Adam and Eve myth, and you can like do a bunch of like. There's a lot of things you can do with this with the the story, and it they don't do any of that. You know, there's not any nerdy references to, you know, there's no Marge questioning why the woman is getting kicked out first and original sin. There's not like they don't they don't delve into the actual mythology of, and and dogma of Christianity. And like there's a lot of grist for the mill. <laughs> they There's been Christianity for thousands <laughs> of years of that. Now, it's quite easy. You could easily find some. But it's just the broadest like, yeah, snake is a snake. And he can't eat the fruit, and they kill it. The unicorn bit is funny. I do like Gary, the unicorn, not making it out. Although, yeah, he he dug, like, an eight-foot hole. I don't know why he's so – he dies. I mean, th- those unicorns are not going to last l- very long if that was their – that like, their constitution, like, would kill them after digging. I don't it.
1: know, Robbie. Digging an eight-foot hole, that's, that's rough, especially when your only uh, thing to dig with is your horn on the top of your head. That might be a little rough.
0: But the gopher did most of the work anyway.
1: true i don't know he's just a wuss
0: i that's the thing and why can't god can't make a new unicorn which
1: hey easy joke (sighs) he did it once he used it he used (laughs) up all the raw material
0: (laughs) what exactly is a unicorn made out of
1: i don't know sugar and spice and everything nice
0: oh i mean i just i just wrote a joke for them matt that was that was that's an easy joke like (laughs) <laughs> when God Flanders says, "Oh no, Gary, what happened?" Homer, ca- Homer can't quit back. Well, can't you just make another one? And then, hey, yeah. that's hey joke. Hey, I just wrote a joke. Hey, hey, uh,
1: that's all. And then uh, Marge wakes up, uh, and uh, we got a commercial. And when we come back, we have the story of Moses with the Israelites as children, which is um, a little weird. Um, It starts off uh, with uh, Skinner is the pharaoh, Bart is nobody in particular, and Milhouse is Moses.
4: On your knees, you mugs! It's the pharaoh!
2: Ah, excellent progress, slave driver Willing. Kudos on your whipping. You noticed? Suffering sarcophagus, my tomb! Who did this? <laughs> Come on, confess. Don't make me slay all the firstborn males again. Bart did it. I saw him do it. Take him away, boys.
4: No, the bush set me up.
2: As for the rest of you, it's time for a little discipline. Slave driver, put away the encouragement whip and break out the cruel whip. <gasps> <gasps>
4: ah! <Yeah. laughs> That's the new Omni-Lash, boys. Just look at that snapback. Yeah, sweet. We can't keep living like this. Moses, ask Pharaoh to let your people go. Oh, now they're my people.
1: So, yes, uh, that's basically the setup for the entire (laughs) gag, and that's pretty much the whole thing. (laughs) I don't, Uh, again, go
0: ahead. It's, I don't, I feel, I, I don't, like, it, 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 what is happening here explain this to me what do you mean why why is there a burning bush why is i I, that's the other thing like if you're gonna have the like follow the formula like the burning bush was a thing only moses saw it was god talking to him all right why well yeah
1: robbie but it's funnier this way and shorter this is not
0: one it's not funny i did not laugh at that uh, oh. it, it, you're, I guess you're right. And it is shorter. It also like, it's not like they are telling these stories, but they aren't, they aren't like, I will give the Adam and Eve story. At least it is ending at the, like, it is getting to the same place with Adam and Eve cast out of the garden. Eve Eden. All right. But like Moses, story doesn't start with people as slaves. Like there's, there's other things that happen.
1: That's true, but it does start with everyone as slaves.
0: I mean, okay, you're right, but I mean Not Moses.
1: Not but, Moses, you know. but you know what I mean? Like
0: it's just they they're not they're just like, "Eh, we're riffing." And I'm like, eh, "I don't If you're going to do a Bible story, do it. Give me the journey of Moses at Millhouse's Moses. Like that's what Exodus is."
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it's about Moses. It's about how Moses can't actually like, you know, it has an actual ark. Moses has a good... Like, Moses, in all the Bible stories, is actually one of the best ones. It's one of my favorites. Like, if we're looking at, like, a pure, like, literary standpoint, like, Moses' arc is pretty good. Like, it's pretty, like, it's kind of tragic. You know, he doesn't get to go with his people. He doesn't get to cross into the promised land. You know, he he does all the work, but he doesn't make it, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean... I, 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 it is what it is at this
0: point. <laughs> I know, I know. I shouldn't expect so much, but it feels like that, it's that layer. That's the layer that's
1: missing here. You know.
0: Well, you said, yeah, you, it, you,
1: it's what's missing of all of season ten. <laughs>
0: I know, but I feel like this, this, ep- the the these kinds of episodes, these trilogy episodes, the Don Drussel horror ones, are a way for them to like add a, a layer of freshness to, to episodes where they don't have to adhere to the normal formula of an episode where they don't have to go, oh well, this ha- if this happens and this happens and then there's a wacky thing happens in the third act and it's over. Like this is lets them go. Well, even though this episode does that anyway, but <laughs> I I have to be contrary to myself, but. That, like, I want that same level of, like, reference and nerdiness applied. Like, think back to old Flaner's references, you know, after he became the Christian archetype, you know, the Christian neighbor archetype. And, you know, he had the Bible trading cards. You remember that scene? Yeah. You know, Joseph of Arimathea, and, like, like, multiple these cards he has. And that one scene, that short little segment has more actual like knowledge in it about Christianity than anything in this episode.
1: And yeah, well, cause this is, I, I feel like this episode, the whole point is to be, uh, the popular retellings of these stories. It's a, it's like what Marge remembers. It's what, uh, you know, Lisa remembers about these stories. I mean, Lisa has a little more hard, more of a hard suck. She probably remembers the story very well, but you know, it's, it's the kind of story that people who don't pay attention in church. um, would remember that as.
0: I would probably agree with you if it was funnier. Well,
1: I don't know. What can you do? <laughs> Complain on the internet? Oh, okay, good. Let's continue to do that. Yeah. Speaking of which <laughs> at this point we go to bark cleaning toilets, uh, which I guess was a thing instead of a hole in the ground. Um Milhouse goes to Pharaoh, AKA principal Skinner and demands freedom or else gets kicked out. And then says, Oh, it's in his court. Now, Lisa, uh, who doesn't appear to have a historical, uh, antecedent, Oh, she wait, so, basically takes wait, things. She's, she's a girl, right? Right. Checks out. All right. Good to know. Uh, but she, uh, basically decides it's time to take a thing, take matters into her own hands. What the...?
4: Keep that plague coming, Moses. Frogs away! <laughs> we spent all our money, but it was worth it. Now he's gotta let us go.
2: Mmm. Mm. These are the juiciest frogs I've ever eaten. Mm. Ra has rewarded my cruelty to the slaves.
4: It's a plague, you moron. And we got lots more planned. And there's nothing you can do about it.
2: So long, kids.
4: Give my regards to the British Museum. (laughs) Do you think we could ever be more than just friends? Not now, Moses. We gotta find a way out of
2: here.
1: So, yes. Uh,. They are now stuck in the pyramid. However, luckily for them, uh, with slave labor, you get what you pay for, and all the traps and everything uh, are terrible and break almost immediately, and they're able to crawl out to freedom very, very easily. Uh, I would like to point out the pyramids were more more than likely not built by slaves, but by skilled labor, uh, who were paid mostly in beer. So, you know, we'll, we'll move past that. Just like in real life. Just like in real life. Uh, the pharaoh decides to go after them after he that no one else will build his temple for him without the slaves. Uh, Millhouse at this point, uh, after collecting the rest of the Israelites, tries to convert to uh ism I guess you could call it, whatever the ancient Egyptian religion was. Uh, Lisa instead has the brilliant idea to flush all of their toilets, which causes the Red Sea to part, uh, just like in real life. That will happen, so, you know, be careful next Super Bowl. Uh, And then we have some Mel Brooks jokes as uh, the uh, Israelites cross the water. The Egyptians try to come after them, but get washed away. But luckily, nobody is hurt. Just like in real life. Just like in real life. And then we go to commercial.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of action stuff and not much other than that. It doesn't really have... Oh, I don't... It just... It 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 (laughs) had. It's your it's your third act action scene, except it's in the second act.
3: Yeah,
0: there are some Mel Brooks jokes, which I'm like not Mel Brooks explicitly about Mel Brooks, but jokes that are like literally feel like they are stolen from Mel Brooks movies, uh, but for about Jewish yeah. Jewish people. Uh, which I mean, yeah. I'll I'll take that, you know, because Mel Brooks movies are generally pretty funny. Um, I don't know if they had a. I don't know if we have a formal name for uh, ancient Egyptian uh, religion, Matt. So I don't know what you could call it. I don't know either, but mm, we'll just call it Egyptian religion. Egyptian religion, yeah, ancient Egyptian religion. Um, so when we come back, uh, we do get we get a very brief uh, dream that is Homer's, uh, but he's see that, and this is where it all falls apart for me, Matt your your thesis earlier like oh well this is what they would dream but homer doesn't know who king solomon is
1: yeah that's true that this feels like it would well to be fair I, you know okay no 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 i i think they he would know who king solomon was because he's the guy who cut the who was about to cut the baby in half that's something even homer would remember bart remembering all that stuff about king david and making it up as he goes along that also seems like kind of a bart thing
0: i just i don't i i feel like homer doesn't know anything about like he. I don't know if we're, like, because he starts this in the l- latter years, the, the non as good years, but he doesn't even know Jesus' real
1: name. All right? So don't tell me he knows what King Solomon is.
4: <gasps>
1: well, we, we, Homer's not gotten to that level of dumb
0: yet. Has he? But, you Are know. you sure? I don't know. Uh, he's pretty dumb lately. So we get a brief uh, dream of Homer as King Solomon. Uh we we get we get the 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 conundrum about uh people wanting to split a thing in half instead of a baby this time it's a pie and homer of course eats it eats both halves has Lenny and Carl killed for their trouble uh we we do get a brief court case appearing as Jesus in front of Solomon which that's sure if it's homer's dream sure <laughs> sure there at the same time um, we, then we get to Bart's dream, which I, is my favorite of the three. I think Bart's dream has the most going for it because it actually does something uh, like with this, with the mythology, like it does something with the story that's fun and different because it makes David King David an action hero, basically, which yeah. is something, you know, it's fun. Um, we, it starts, the, the dream starts with Bart at, is King David. Krusty is his jester, which regardless, I don't, jesters in biblical times. We're going to, I'm going to, you know what, Matt? Biblical gestures in the Bible. There's even a autocomplete for this. Uh-huh. There are five Bible verses about jesting. Oh, well, there you go. E- Ephesians, and there must be no filthiness and silly talk, or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Yup. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they show given accounting for it in the day of judgment. Matthew. Well, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> and psalms, like godless jesters at a feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. I would. I don't think King David would have a gesture, <laughs> at least if the Bible's right. So, uh, we uh, have him as the king, and almost immediately after, uh, we get a couple jokes from Krusty. Methuselah drags himself in, who's played by uh, Grandpa, which is a good. I like. That's a good. That's a good uh, comparison. Uh, Dying at David's feet.
4: Methuselah, my oldest friend, who did this to you? Oh, it was Goliath. But Goliath is dead. I smote him myself. I smoted him good. No,
3: it was his son, Goliath
4: 2. No! Goliath 2 is going to pay. And this time, it's biblical.
1: Get it? Yep, yep, I get it. it. It's, it's, uh, I think it barely qualifies as a joke, but it's a joke. Uh again, that's a, like joke. I
0: think things that barely qualify as jokes are, I would, I'll take. So we are introduced to Goliath II, which King David, King David Bart, feels like, oh, well, I took out Goliath pretty easily. Goliath II can't be that much better, that much worse. I can, I can beat him. Uh, and so he goes to fight him, take, get revenge on, uh, for on, on Methuselah's death.
4: You killed my best friend. Ooh. You killed my father who was like a best friend. Ooh. All I need is my trusty sling and one good hard um say how's tomorrow for you? What say you now, Goliath? Without your precious hair, you no longer possess your fantastic strength! That's Samson, idiot! <laughs> ah! <gasps> Let my proclamation go out across the land! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, David gets his butt kicked. Well, yes, because he apparently doesn't understand even his recent history. So, just like Bart, <laughs> uh, king david bart doesn't you know pay attention in history class king david bart uh
0: yeah though so uh uh bart bart david lands in the far distance where i guess he's fine (laughs) he gets thrown hundreds of feet he's totally okay he uh he lands at ralph's feet ralph is a shepherd which i i I like ralph everyone loves ralph ralph is one
1: of the best parts of the simpsons
0: ralph is the best is, is the best part of this episode I'm going to say it. Yep. Okay. I'm glad Matt agrees with me. I but... disagree with you. Okay, good. Preaching in the choir over there. So, he he loses, confuses Goliath with Samson, which how, again, shout, like, that's, I guess they're just throwing out, the, I, were they not, did they not think that people don't know deep Bible references? deeper than goliath and samson not okay so we get goliath too and then this begins really the application of action hero story on top of the king david story uh even though this is a complete fabrication of king david like and that's why i like it honestly it doesn't try and replicate in even any aspect of the king david story it's just like bart's king david but then goliath 2 shows up and it's an action movie all right cool so he we had a training montage which features a song from over the top
1: matt's favorite movie yes exactly i love arm wrestling he flips the switch Matt. yeah just turns that hat backwards and then it's all business that movie is not good it's very very bad it has some (sighs) good moments
0: I think if it was half an hour long that movie would be the best movie ever made. Unfortunately it's yeah. like an hour and forty five minutes or something. <laughs> so uh he starts training montage. Uh I believe at this point Ralph gets murdered at some in somewhere in here.
1: Yeah. Well okay. Uh Ralph goes off to, you know, defeat Goliath and then we see Ralph's tombstone. That that's the best we get.
0: And Ralph is only five? Sure. He's, I don't know. He's in second grade. He's as old as Lisa, theoretically. Probably older because yeah. he's been held back at some point. Or I, The writers don't remember how old Ralph is. Is the, uh, the minorest of quibbles about this episode, I guess. So, Ralph, <laughs> poor shepherd Ralph doesn't make it, I guess. And then, Bart uh, trains with some sheep, takes up, I guess, Ralph's old job, t- trains with some sheep. Sheep are good training partners. They'll push you when you need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Bart, Yep. Finishes his training, uh, and then goes to kill Goliath too, who is in a big giant... This is like a Jack and the Beanstalk kind of situation, uh, where Goliath too is in a giant tower, and he's eating whales for dinner, with Jonah still in... And somehow in... Cooking,
1: uh, cooking Jonah
0: on the way. I... Again, Jesus is hanging out with Solomon, and Jonah is getting eaten by Goliath. What... This is a very... This crossover is just... I don't know if I have a of all of this. <laughs> These people did not know each other. Simpsons. No. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be this nitpicky. Should I be this nitpicky, Matt?
1: I'm going to say no, because as soon as you start picking anything <laughs> close to this nitpicky, you just destroy it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. This
0: great piece of art is lost to the world after I've destroyed it. Exactly. It's a shame. So... Bart breaks back into the tower. It's like an action sequence. He fights Goliath again uh, and then throws throws uh, like and it, it it's a pretty cool action sequence. I'll give it that. Like it works pretty well. Like as an action movie, Bart throwing a lit lantern down Goliath's mouth and it explodes. Uh, doesn't kill Goliath. But luckily, Ralph is there to slingshot his tombstone into the back of Goliath to head. Yep, that's how you You, kill a giant. You're keeping up with me, right, Matt? Keep. (laughs) That's that's exactly. It is well known. Best way to kill giants: back of their head, tombstone, boom, done. I mean, all those colossi in that video game. You know, they had weak spots in their heads, just like that. Just like that. Uh, Ralph's not dead. He make that's a good. That is a good joke. I I guess I should point out. He he faked his death like action heroes do. They do. uh, He he faked his own death. Unfortunately for Bart. Everyone really liked Goliath, too, and he was very good
2: at his job.
4: Rejoice, good people! Goliath the Terrible shall rule no more!
2: But Goliath was the greatest king we ever had. What? He built roads, hospitals, libraries. To us, he was Goliath the Consensus Builder. You're what? under arrest
0: for Megacide. That's also a pretty good joke.
1: Megacide. I like that. I was gonna say, Megacide is probably the second best joke in this after The People magazine. It's pretty good. Um,. So, I, I don't like the, like,
0: why does Bart go to, like, this is an action movie, wouldn't Bart just, why don't they just end it with
1: cheesy action music as Bart stands triumphant? I, I mean, I guess they're trying to subvert the, the genre and, uh, you know, do some of that satire you were talking about.
0: <laughs> what exactly is the satirizing, Matt?
1: Um, I mean, at this point, uh, it is subverting the action movie trope. That's a little bit of satire. Is it? Just a little, is it? I mean, it's subverting expectations, and that's what you want of good satire.
0: Um, mm, I mean, it's a part of it, I guess. I don't know if it's all the all it's the as
1: closest as we're gonna get in, in this.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I'll give you that. So, uh, Bart wakes up, and the, the whole family wakes up in church. Everyone else is gone; they've left. I guess, I guess even Reverend Lovejoy has decided to leave the Simpsons alone. They're sleepy. Except, Matt, here, you said, you were talking about subverting expectations, right? Uh-huh. So, you think, like, the family is just going to leave church, right? And go home? You'd think. Except they open the door and it's the apocalypse.
4: Oh, no, it's the apocalypse! What? Are you wearing clean underwear? Not anymore. It's the rapture, and I never knew true love. I never used those pizza coupons. Oh. We ascending into heaven. All oh, right. The sins. Oh.
3: Oh. Where do you think you're going, Missy? Dad. <laughs> oh, I smell
4: barbecue. <laughs> hey, look. Ah! Oh, there are the hot dogs. And the ghost
3: law has pineapple in it. Ah, German potato
1: talent! i included some ACDC because it's good. Well, that's true. I mean, The Simpsons are on a highway to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh
0: man, I I wish the rest of this episode was as good as ACDC is. Um, that's it. I what Matt? Matt what is what? Why? Why is what? there? Why is there an apocalypse at the end of this episode?
1: Because they needed a way to end it, and that was the funny way, rather than just being shamed going out of church. So what you're saying is that a season ten
0: Simpsons episode, instead of doing like a. More calm, reserved, more thoughtful ending decided to go with the big blustery ending that makes no sense whatsoever exactly okay I'm just being. I just want to make sure we're clear on the things that happen uh-huh. um i I really don't like this ending because it makes what is this episode what is happening
1: I don't know. is it uh, I mean that, that's that's why I asked about this uh last week because I just I don't know how to feel about it because. It's just all it does is retell the stories in a slightly, you know, twistyish way. But yeah, not really. Except for the home, the Bart stuff does. King David story thing
0: is totally different, and it's the one I like the most. The other two are kind of dry and not in like they're not they're not nerdy and they're not weird. They're j- like, I how obvious is it that Snake is the Snake, and they even have him say it. Like, if we can't realize, oh, yeah. are we not smart enough to go, oh, it's that's cute. They made Snake the snake. But instead, they just have literally Snake say, hey, you can call me Snake. We get it, guys. We know Snake is called Snake, and he's playing a snake. You don't have to have him say, call me Snake. Oh, my God. Um, uh, the, the ending. Like, are we,
1: is this just a Trios of a Horror episode? That's actually what I was going to compare it to when you were done ranting, <laughs> because it's exactly the same. I know, but. A
0: horrific ending to a series of horror episode makes perfect sense to me, because it's about horror stories, right? Halloween, spooky. Mm-hmm. And they
1: ch- the Bible stories they choose are all Old Testament stuff. There's no... Well, I kind of wonder if they didn't want to get into too much New Testament stuff, because that's slightly more controversial, I feel like. <laughs> The that book, okay, that book that's thousands of years old is much more controversial. Well, okay. I would feel like people who would tend to be uh, you know, more devout Christians tend to take a lot more from the New Testament than from the Old Testament. And uh, we all know Jews can take a joke, but Christians, eh, it's pretty hit or miss. So I feel like if they had really uh, tried to work a New Testament thing in there, people would have thought they were making fun of it and would have been pretty unhappy about it. I mean, th- but it's, this is
0: so, these, it's the softest of softballs. There's nothing in here that's, a, I, I mean, I, I'm not religious, but I grew up Christian. I know a lot about Christianity and the Bible, for the most part. I, is there something in here that's offensive? I don't, it's so, like, nothing in it is, like, it's so, like, soft. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything about, like, it does, there, like, there's, like, later episodes where, like, uh was in Homer, where Homer literally proves there's no God. Like okay, there's that's something. This is is this supposed to be like having Skinner be the Pharaoh and Millhouse be Moses? And like it's 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 so farcical that I can't imagine anyone being offended really. And the ending is so we, I just don't. I know it's that, not canon. That's not the problem for me. The problem right. for me is like why is the ending on the apocalypse? It feels so tonally dissonant. But whatever, whatever. I I, I don't know. This isn't. I, I don't I don't know how to feel about this thing. It's just weird. It's just a strange, weird thing that felt like it, it... This is what this episode feels like to me. Filler.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: It feels like lazy filler. It feels like we need an episode. Let's tell Bible stories. Um, Homer is Adam. Marge is Eve. Flanders is God. And the snake's the snake. Even though, you know, it would be... Hey, why... I don't. Mm. I think I feel like I am feeling now m- more than I have in the lead up to this episode at any one point. Because watching this episode yeah. and and thinking about it, it gave me almost no feelings whatsoever, and now I'm just kind of getting disappointed and frustrated. That's the episode. It's nothing. It's like it barely exists. I. That's. I think that's the thing why I don't remember much of it because there's not much to remember in it. There's not much a lot. of There's not a lot of like interesting like, oh, that's clever. There's nothing in it. They're like Moses. Millhouse's Moses is a pretty inspired choice. Um, the King David as an action hero is something fun, but largely it's just like forgettable.
1: Yeah, it's just it, there are actually quite a few of these uh, that turn out this way uh I, I believe there's one in season 15 uh where Barge tells them historical stories uh some do reports on and it's pretty much the same thing it's just hey what if we you know took a zany simpson spin on some stories and you're right it seems more like a filler episode than anything else
0: like I'm I'm totally cool with them doing weird gimmicked episodes like this like you know the, and it becomes a recurring trend where they do these trilogy of stories episodes along with trash of horror but do something with it you know it's have fun like this is feels so by the numbers it feels so rote we'll rank it at the end of the show um next up is the dueling segment of my favorite episode or fix this episode matt there's no submissions for this for my favorite
1: episode well i'm not super surprised uh i i don't think it were quite to fix this episode yet though is that's my question is this episode broken i don't know if it's broken as, as so much as it is just kind of mindless
0: Hmm. I would have I would have sided with no, it's not broken, but I don't know. The last 15 minutes has <laughs> started slaying me. Ooh. I I guess it's not broken. It does exactly what it says it's going to do. It just doesn't do anything yep. well. But that's not broken. I I think broken is for the truly the truly bad. And the, I don't think that is this. It's just my, it's empty and middling. Um so not broken. Not have to fix this one. We can move on. To our next segment. Having a clip would be good. Huh? It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I come through the old alt.tv.s.impsons news group. Archived on Google groups and see what people were thinking about uh, this episode at the time it was released. Plus anything else that uh, pops up. Uh, overall, very well liked. Very positive.
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I can't say I'm super surprised. I feel like it's it was unlikely to be hated because it's just kind of so bland. I mean, I think
0: they liked it because it was not what... Again, it's something different from the other episodes at the time, but I don't... Yeah. You know, here, here, I got I, I got, a, I got some some, some reviews. Uh, this was a pretty clever episode with a lot of good laughs. It's difficult to compare it to other episodes since it is non-canonical. Well, I'm assuming it is anyway. If next week's episode starts with The Simpsons in Hell, I'll gladly retract that statement. <laughs> uh, there were more laughs to this one than in many of the regular episodes that have been shown recently. The characterizations were well done. Mm, what characterizations? And the ending was clever. I think this one is worth an A. Mm. Uh, then this, this is a, a good, even though it likes the episode, I do like this review quite a bit. Why do we still watch The Simpsons? The consensus among these great posters Seem to be that the show has gone on a steep decline the past couple of seasons, that the great writers have left for greater pastors, leaving a team of cheap hacks. The poignants and far reaching wit are gone and have been replaced with cliches and bandwagon culture gags. So, what keeps, us to our local Fo- what keeps us tuned to our local Fox affiliate every Sunday at 8? Episodes like this one The Simpsons reached its highest creative point this season or the last with Simpsons Bible stories providing was a quirky sight guy good satire to surreal archetype break ending SBS reminds us how unique the Simpsons is among sitcoms it doesn't sway me sorry. Uh there's a there there, no. there is a uh bad episode. Uh bad review, I should say. a negative review. Now this was disappointing. The first story is mediocre, the second terrible, and the third pretty much the same as the second. Few good jokes were available to laugh in this trilogy, and none had as much quality as past trials of horrors. The ending of this episode drags my grade down even further because not only was it tacked on and far fetched, we also got a glimpse of Jackass Homer again. Why can't the writers ever just end the show without adding on some wacky sad climax? Robbie, did you go back in time to write that review? No, I did not. Uh, the, the gag of Homer pulling Lisa down to go to church to go to hell with them, I think, is kind. It, it actually is pretty care- like that's a pretty good gag, and it it, it is said that Mac, it's one of Matt Granning's favorites. Yeah, but
1: I don't understand why Marge is not there with her. Marge is that's what I was wondering. I was like, if anyone in this family, you know, Lisa obviously, but Marge would be a very close second.
0: Yeah, and Marge is, it, it, it may be not as ethically pure as Lisa is, but she is the most religious, you know, she definitely is the one who makes them go to church. I don't, again, they don't, they don't want us to engage with these questions, which is a very, it's one of the frustrating things. Uh, also, some Egyptian facts for you, Matt. Oh, giddy. So traditionally, the Pharaoh of Exodus has been identified as Ramsey II, who ruled Egypt for 67 years in the 13th century BC, although several other pharaohs have been nominated for this title as well. Bart's graffiti referring to Tutankhamun is actually reasonable topical, as the boy pharaoh had died only 50 years or so before Ramses came to the throne. Of course, as has already been pointed out, the rulers of Egypt's new kingdom didn't build pyramids for their tombs a practice, which had died out a few centuries earlier, as they made extremely obvious targets for tomb robbers. Instead, they constructed underground tombs in the famous Valley of the Kings to ensure that they would lay undisturbed forever, which didn't work for any of them except for Tutankhamun. Which that, I think that's the thing we don't we forget is that like Egypt was such an ancient civilization that, you know, there were, the people who lived in Moses's time. They saw the pyramids and went, man, look at those old things. <laughs> those things are ancient. And they're still, yep. and they're still around. Uh, also, the walk like an Egyptian pose that Pharaoh slash scanner demonstrates does not appear in any genuine hieroglyphics. It was originated during the Egy- it was originated during the Egypt- Egyptology craze of the late nineteenth century. So Egyptians did not walk like Egyptians. That was made up. Some more facts for you. Those are interesting facts. I'm going to know them. <laughs> That's good. Not very reassuring. Uh that's all I found. I don't know. I can't be surprised anymore by how people feel about the episode. Their their opinions do not sway me. I I know what I how I feel when I watch this thing. Uh we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of
3: the week. Let's try one more number. <laughs> Yellow.
4: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener!
3: Yellow. Our listener
0: question of the week this week is what is the most ridiculous thing the show's ever done? Which Guys, I got we got some good answers. I do appreciate the 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 answers this week. I appreciate everyone who takes the time. First from James the most unrealistic thing about this is a very lengthy response but I do appreciate the effort the most unrealistic thing about the show is that the idea that the Simpsons can own their home let me explain family has three children each with their own bedroom add in the master bedroom and you have four bedrooms combine this with being a two floor home and home advisor would place the value of the home being around $250,000 now while Marge has held down jobs in the past she has never really had long enough enough to really contribute to the mortgage in a substantial way leaving Homer to be solely responsible for providing for the family quick google search about how much someone working As A nuclear safety inspector reveals that the average salary for someone in this field is $65,000 in 2010, according to a survey done by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Much like March, homeless held odd jobs that offered more pay, but again, never for long enough to substantially affect their finances. So how could a one-income family with three children, including an infant, afford a two-story, four-bedroom home plus living expenses? Having recently bought a home and having a son have made me realize that Simpsons owning this home is the most unrealistic thing the show's ever done. I mean, I think one. I so I think someone replied to this, pointing out 1989. It's not as crazy. Time has changed home ownership a little bit. Not to mention Homer is part of a union, and that probably helps quite a bit. True, and Grandpa helped. Grandpa helped pay for it, and also um, I think they even they lampshade this a little bit by uh, in Homer's Enemy, where Frank Grimes is like, "You live in a mansion." And I think like that fact itself, I think even by that point, the Simpsons are like, there's no way Homer could afford this yeah. thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, from Joe, in episode 2F09, when Itchy plays Scratchy Skeleton like a xylophone, he strikes the same rib twice in succession. It produces two clearly different tones. I mean, what are we to believe? This is some sort of magic xylophone or something? Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. I was expecting it. And you guys, you did not disappoint. Uh, from Will, it continued to run for 28 years. 29 years thing <laughs> let's get let's get it right uh from sean Sacha bob hitting slash landing on the damn pipe from brother from another series no man would immediately get up after that impact makes me go cross-legged every time yeah i mean yeah i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and defend all these things it's impossible uh Matt, Matt's answer, a different Matt, not you, Matt. Okay? Just don't want to confuse yeah. you. Different a different Matt. Three numbers for you. The 912 nine, one, is the real number. That entire episode really, uh, entire Stonecutters episode, although it's one of my favorites. Um, from Rob, the most unrealistic thing is Robbie coming within two points of Matt in trivia. Oh, wait, you meant The Simpsons itself. I misunderstood the question. Thanks. Appreciate that. Hey, <laughs> it's not over yet. I can do this. It's possible. We'll see how today goes. Uh, from Jordan... Football in the groin, not winning the Springfield Film Festival. It did have everything. It had football in the groin. <laughs> uh, it sure did. It did have football in the groin. Lauren at Elkley 88. Mr. Burns' creating a machine that blocks out the sun was pretty unrealistic. How did he build it without anyone knowing? Wouldn't he have to hire people? Get permits? I can't add steps to my deck without being a travesty and have to jump through hoops to get a permit. Bribes. That's my answer. He bribed. Bribed the Mayor, Quimby. Mayor Quimby's like, sure uh professor yes i would can't homer during a simulation causes a meltdown of a van with no nuclear material then he somehow climbs out of the van that melted into the ground before shaking off his own radiation and goes for lunch it's a funny scene but definitely unrealistic james answer james the greek 22 homer goes to the gym for a month climbs a mountain drives a stake into the mountain which causes the peak to break off and then slides down said mountain on a half eaten dead body yeah. Jordan and at J. Scott, 1028. Homer is surviving two falls down Springfield Gorge. However, they are two of the most iconic mom- moments of this show. So, what are you going to do? Hmm, I, yeah. It's not. The it sure show's been always had cartoonish moments. Uh, animated. <laughs> That's true. Animated TV blog at animated TV blog. Uh, Go to space in that recent one to Rigel 7. Canon? Since No Trials of Horus is canon, I have a theory that nothing on the show is canon. I mean, it all happens over one long year, and now there are over 600 episodes. What's that, two a day? Or are Simpsons years over 365 days? Hmm. Makes me think. It really just... It's one year. That's why no one ages, because they don't even... They never cross that
1: threshold. What do you think about that, Matt? It's an interesting thought. I've often wondered uh, a lot of Shows seem to take place in time spans that just don't make any sense, like too much happens. Uh, for example, uh, I'm a fan of that 70s show, and the whole like first six seasons of the show, five or six seasons, take place over two years. And I mean, there's 20-something episodes, so, so you're telling me that they had a wacky adventure every single week? I mean, that seems hard to believe. <laughs> Honestly, it seems more likely that every week is a peek into a different Simpsons universe. <laughs> so everything is just slightly different. Yeah, they all—they're numbered. That's the number of the episode is
0: actually the number of that the, that version of the universe. Exactly. We didn't get to six one six in the Simpsons universe until this season. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Brooke at Giant Signs, to the top of March's hair having a monologue when her head stopped eighteen inches ago in the episode scenes from the from the classroom in Springfield. <laughs> Very good. Uh, from Zach at Zach Kowalski, just can't get over those jockey elves. Broke the show for me. Mm. <sighs> Elliot at TweetyMan17, let's be honest, Deep Space Homer is super unrealistic. Yeah, there is there's multiple Deep Space Homer uh, answers, which it is very unrealistic, but at least the show acknowledges it. You know, like the whole part, of, the whole point of that show is like Homer almost doesn't go to space in the first place. And he almost dies. If that's, is that worth anything? Yeah. Probably not. Matt, what's your answer?
1: I'm going to have to go with Homer being alive at all. Uh, I know that's kind of a, a meta incident, but honestly... Just there's no way anyone who does the kind of things he does should ever be alive, especially being that much of a jerk. Someone would have just let him die by now. <laughs> That's a pretty dark,
0: pretty dark answer, Matt. That Someone would have just. All have... right, it's the way it is. <sighs> OK, my answer is uh, I agree with Zach. I with it was the answer immediately popped in my head. And there's a lot of there's there's a million good answers. I the Jockey Elves. It, 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 like, people complain about the fact that Kang and Kodos became canon, whatever that's worth at this point, but at least Kang and Kodos have been in the show for, since the beginning, basically. You know, since the second season, there's been Kang and Kodos, yeah. even if it's just Trios of Horror, at least you know them. Like, that dumb, right, the, the elves just, they're just, hey, there's elves in the Simpsons universe now. I'm like, what? 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 I can't. I can't wait till we get to that episode because I'm just going to be doing what the Ooh. entire this whole entire episode that entire yeah. episode is going to be screaming uh, in, in inc- incoherent uh, rage. Probably. Thank you, everyone. Who took the time to answer it this week? Next week's question. What is the most sacrilegious moment of the show? Sacrilegious, not sacrilegious. Be very clear. <laughs> what is the most sacrilegious moment of the show? i post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show pod. Twitter at Simpsons Show pod. You can email us, the Simpsons Show pod at gmail.com. With your answer, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
3: I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean
0: S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is when Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. Um, I'm three points behind Matt going into today's episode let's try and close that gap Matt give me an easy
1: question all right so your easy question for today what former president does grandpa accuse of being a Nazi uh or he, he mistakes him for for being a Nazi when he speaks German oh JFK you are correct okay I was
0: I'm like grandpa called a president a Nazi <laughs> I don't remember okay Matt your questions are from Lisa on ice. Your easy question. Bart plays for what hockey team?
1: Oh, um trying to get which one is which. I'll give you a hint. It's Wigum's team. Right. Okay. That that's what I was trying to figure out. Um oh man, what's the name of the I can remember the other name so easily, but I cannot remember Wiggum's team's name. I was the exact opposite. Really? Oh, mhm.
0: Oh. Uh, uh Wigum is a police God. officer. What's the pigs? There you go. It's the pigs. Okay. The mighty pigs. I it's could... Like, I, I don't it's remember... so on
1: the nose. <laughs> precisely, man. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Precisely. What's my medium question? All right. Your medium question. What is the tunnel Homer climbs down to get his job back in and Maggie makes three labeled as?
0: Oh, 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 oh. Um, it is... Oh, man. Um. Oh, man. I can... I can't like I can. Uh, it's a it's a hmm, it's a really good word too. I always appreciate it because it's a really good word they use. Yeah, uh, it is. I can't remember it. It's just outside of reach. Oh, sorry. It is supplicants. Supplicants. Uh, okay. Okay. Your meme question, Matt. What classes are Nelson failing? It. What classes is Nelson failing? Yeah. What classes? Are, no, what classes are Nelson failing? What's the proper grammar there? What classes are Nelson are, are Nelson failing? Yeah. That sounds wrong to me. Or
1: no, uh, what classes? Hmm. That's a good <laughs> question. It should be is because Nelson is the one failing though
0: Right, but it sounds bad either way. Regardless of <laughs> the correct grammar, Nelson oh, are, is God. failing
1: what classes? There. Um, Why couldn't you ask the one he's doing well in? Because um, that's I'm easy. Go with history, geography, and math. Ah, uh, you're right. Woo. I, man, that was close. <laughs> I keep, I thought. Okay. What's my hard question? All right, your hard question. We're going way back to season one. What is Adeel's code name in the Crepes of Wrath? It is. I want to say it's Sparrow. Is that S- your final answer? Sure. Sure.
0: You are correct. Oh my God! I can't believe it. Sparrow. Sparrow. Two. If you had asked me what it, the the other thing where he's transmitting to, I would not remember that. But I remember Sparrow. Alright to nest. To nest. That makes that makes sense. Alright. You're a hard question, Matt. What is on Bart's pajamas that his mother did indeed buy for him?
1: What's on his pajamas? Mm hmm. Oh, when Nelson goes nice, PJ Simpson, did your mama get them for you? Mm-hmm. Bart says, oh she did. Yes, of course she did. Uh, Who else
0: would? You
1: win this one, Simpson. Um I'm just gonna say crusty because I have no idea.
0: Uh I I I uh they are Western themed. They have cowboy boots, a cowboy hat, a sheriff star, a cow skull, a revolver, and a horseshoe. Wow. Okay. If you had given me Western themed Matt, I might have given you a point. Well, that is too bad. It's a very hard question. I will not make no mistake. But that's the, that's the territory you're in, Matt. All right. This is what this is what I have to do to stump you.
4: Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible. Mm
0: -hmm. It's basically impossible. I did make up a point for you. I'm pointing on you this week. So I'm back to within two points. So take that. I'm going to, it's possible. There's still, there's still hope in my heart. All right. I have some bonus Mm -hmm. questions for you, Matt. All right. These are from John again. Uh, John, thank you for helping us out with some extra bonus questions. So Matt, here's the deal with these. These are quotes from Kent Brockman. I'm going to give you a quote. You tell me what episode it's from. Okay. Okay. First quote. "Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, is Homer a hero? The answer is no. I believe that is from Homer Defined. That is correct. Uh, next quote. Remember millionaire C. Montgomery Burns who blocked out our son, ran over a local boy, and stole Christmas from 1981 through 1985.
1: Well, guess who's flat broke? Uh that would be oh, what is the name of that episode? You can finish the quote. S- season eight. Uh Oh, well, it's the one where he goes broke. Why can't I remember the name of it? Ketchup? catsup, catsup. Uh,
0: oh, man, I'm weighing in my head.
1: Yeah, right. Um. Oh, my gosh. What is it? I, I can't remember the name of the episode. Old Man and the Lisa. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's,
0: I'm dumb. Okay, quote, things aren't as happy as they used to be down here at the unemployment office. Joblessness is no longer for philosophy majors. Useful people are starting to feel the pinch. I have no idea. That'd be Springfield with a dollar sign. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, next quote: Just miles from your doorstep, hundreds of men are given weapons and trained to kill. The government calls it the army, but a more alarmist name would be
1: the Killbot Factory. Um, you got me with that one too. I, I just don't. That is Homer loves Flanders.
0: Next really? quote. Okay. Yeah, that is my director is telling me not to talk to you anymore.
1: Oh, uh, that is Homer the Vigilante. Last exit to Springfield. Oh, union leader, not vigilante leader.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so many uh, jobs, All the uh, leadership roles Homer has. Yeah. Next, next quote. And officials
0: say the recent wave of towel snappings will get worse before it gets better. I have no idea. Lisa the Simpson. Second to last quote. Uh, no, she won an Oscar and he's a congressman.
1: Sunny and Cher, the guy waking up from the coma.
0: Uh, no clue. The Springfield Files. Oh, okay. And your final quote, Matt. In today's news, a two-ton rhino escaped from the Springfield Zoo, but zoo officials were quick to act, and Petunia, as she is known, is safely back in captivity. In other news,
1: a three-ton rhino that escaped from the zoo last week is still at large. He's in that stupid glass studio, so you can see the rhino killing everyone behind him, but I have no clue what episode that is. Two dozen and one greyhounds. Oh, of course. Very it's hard when they're so
0: disconnected. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing about Kent Brockman quotes. Oftentimes, they're not ne- necessarily connected to the plot. They are often a thing, to, uh, a good way to, for things to happen while other things are happening. TV can be on and Kent Brockman can be doing things. i will do it for sure. bonus questions for this week. I am a point closer to Matt, and that's always a good time. Matt disagrees, but
1: yeah,
0: we can move on to our final segment. The segment every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever It's the part where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. So Matt,
1: I'm kind of just waving my hands in the air with confusion. What, what do we do with this thing? The, I have no idea. I've been trying to think about it the entire time. Like, it's not terrible. I mean, it's not down there with Make Room for Lisa or, you know, When You Dish Upon a Star, but it's just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I mean... I just it, above. Okay, where? Okay, what are you saying? Uh, I, I was looking at Simpson Tide. I I think it could be slightly better than Simpson Tide, but I don't know. I kind of like even Ed Flanders better than this. No, it's not better than either of those episodes. I don't. I okay,
0: n- good. I no, no. Uh, I don't. Mm, 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 um, I would I would put it above. I would put it above Homer's Odyssey
1: of homer's odyssey Hmm. man that is really low you're right it is yeah it's kind of joyless it's the thing
0: yeah it's
1: yeah i'm cool with
0: that okay that's i like i like i i think i agree i think in the end it is not a broken episode but it is a bland scoop of ice cream it is nothing it is cardboard it is the blandest let's put Simpsons characters and Bible stories and then not really do much with them. Not take any, yeah. like they get close. They get closer with the Bart story at the end because it's like, it has a bare minimum of, of action hero weirdness in there, a lot of tropiness, but it's, they're just too short. Like it, it can't really do anything with that because it's just too short to make any meaningful. And I I don't think it, if you push it further, if it would actually be any better. And it's, another, neither, no, neither of the other segments takes anything. It doesn't try and do anything exciting. It's just the, like the most bare recreation of some Bible stories, which is, I, I don't know. That doesn't really hold any novelty to me. I'm like, that's not, I don't want that in a Simpsons episode. Really. I don't find that charming. I find them writing funny jokes and good character charming, but it, it, there's little in this thing. There, I, I didn't, we didn't mention there is the the Easter Bunny melting throughout the sermon. I do like that.
1: I mean, there are a few tiny little uh good jokes uh but you know it's just nothing super original no it it it
0: feels i it, it it feels like it feels like a home improvement Easter episode. that's bad hmm. that's not a good thing yeah right? to, be, to be clear, that is a bad thing. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> there are good episodes of Home Improvement. Well... There are few, yeah, few and far between. Yeah, but... There are few and far between. But that's... I, again, number 203 on our list is Simpsons Bible Stories, right above Homer's Odyssey, right below Some Enchanted Evening. Last place on the list is still When You Dish Upon a Star at 208. Holding strong, holding down the bottom of the list, very tight. Number one on the list is still Homer's Enemy. You know what our next episode is, man? I do not. Enlighten it, me, please. It is Mom and Pop Art, which... Okay. I... When I, I remember liking this a lot.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: I remember l- like firmly enjoying like this is an episode I've always went. Oh, right. That's in the post good years and I still like it a lot. So we'll see. Maybe. Hopefully I'm not wrong. Hopefully my memories of this are correct. If you say so. <laughs> that's not always a safe bet lately, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. Uh, you can find this list and everything else at our website, SimpsonsShow.com. Uh, links to Facebook, Twitter are to our RSS feed. Links to our Patreon. If you want to throw us a couple dollars, help uh, help us with hosting costs. I would appreciate it, and get access to a bunch of bonus stuff too. A uh, lot of bonus stuff. Yeah. A ridiculous amount. Well, of years no, years now of us recording things weekly and posting there does add up. Um, it, it it's all there. Um, think they'll do it. For us this week. You can find me on Twitter. At Robbie Dorman. Uh, check out my other podcast. Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And. Serial Fanaticist. It's about lots of nerdy things. Most recent episode is. Uh, me talking about Frasier. Which. Hey, Frasier is a good sitcom. For those who haven't watched it. It's pretty good. I like it. And it's. Surprisingly Kelsey, good. Kelsey Grammer. In a non-Sachio Bob role. <laughs> <laughs> um. well, do it. Matt does not participate. In social media. Unless you am sure love Patreon bagger. You will not find him.
1: That is true. I have decided uh, to move to the moon because I'm so sick and tired of all you people, uh, except for the listeners of this podcast. So uh, if you'd like, uh, feel free to uh, shoot a few lasers up there. There are some uh, uh, reflectors up there that can shoot it back to you. So I'll make sure to remodulate the signal on the return trip to get your response back to you.
0: Remodulate
1: the signal? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. All you have to do is take a laser. laser you modulate your message onto it. I'm Robbie. We'll pick it up, and then I and I'm Matt.
0: <laughs> Keep watching the Simpsons. <laughs>